Hi, you're listening to... Yeah, it can't be good! A rewatch podcast of the sci-fi original series Eureka. Let's get started! Welcome to Season 2. Here's Doug with the Google Play synopsis. Season 2, Episode 1, Phoenix Rising. Recently, after Henry traveled through time to save Kim, the woman he loved, from a deadly exposure to the mysterious artifact in Section 5, he and Jack Carter both enjoyed four years of a happy alternative future. Jack married Allison Blake, and Henry married Kim. Unfortunately, when that timeline destabilized, Jack had to force Henry to return to the past and let Kim die, restoring the proper timeline. Written by Jamie Paglia and Andrew Cosby, Directed by Michael Roll. Original air date, July 10th, 2007. Thanks, Doug. Hi, this is Vicki, and we're back with Season 2, Episode 1, Phoenix Rising. And I'm here with my co-host, Skip. Hello. And we will be talking about this episode and probably a little bit of the season finale. Yeah, I think we're going to like pull a Eureka and just talk about <laughs> all kinds of things all together. And yeah. mismatch it all up and see if anybody could figure it out. Right, because I'm sure we mistakenly talked about a few things in this episode, in the last episode. Yeah, absolutely we did. So <laughs> so instead of editing that all out, you just got a spoiler bonus Yeah, in the last episode. So Phoenix Rising, we have a lot of talk about the Phoenix. We have people on fire. People on fire. And we have Carter having a really hard time distinguishing between the corrected or alternate 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 timeline. Yeah, Yeah. he's still not in the original timeline, but now I guess we're going to have to live in this We're going to live in this timeline, right. So again, and I said this in the last episode, that we had to watch this accident hologram far too many times, and we're still watching it in this episode. Yes, yes. The episode begins with... uh, With the accident. You know... And Henry, apparently, I, I don't know if he's trying to investigate it or if he's just watching it because... He's, he's trying to investigate it. Obsessed? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Henry doesn't do things idly. He He's always thinking about something he needs to correct True. about things. True. But he's been watching it, it sounds like, according to Carter, for over a month. Yeah. I mean, Mark, Carter makes kind of an insensitive joke. Yeah. Carter could be a very insensitive, you know. He uh, could be, but I thought we were past that. I mean, towards the beginning when, like the pilot, when he was just a whole different person. Yeah. And then the first few episodes when he really does say the wrong thing all the time. Right. But I thought he was over this, and that it was really insensitive to say, what did he say? Well, you can jump back in time, and I can't even remember exact words, but I just remember it was really insensitive. And I was kind of surprised because I thought we were kind of past that with him. Well, you know, Carter's character evolves and devolves <laughs> throughout the entire does. series, you know? It does. Yeah. It does. Once every... You know, not that I don't love Carter, but... <laughs> <laughs> let me make that clear. But um, it does because, you know, at the beginning he was insensitive to everybody. Right. I just thought we were past that. But this was not the time. Out of all the times he could have been insensitive and yeah. joking, yeah, anybody would know this was not yeah. the time. You know, oh, I'm, I'm sorry your wife is dead, and I'm sorry I stopped you from saving your wife because she's dead. But you could just go back and... Yeah, just yeah. go back in time. Oh, no, you can't. Uh, I know. 
So we're out on the street. It looks like they're all gathered to watch the eclipse. The eclipse, yes. And Tagger is talking about his phoenix. His phoenix story. Yeah. Yeah. And Vincent is out there serving food. perennial Vincent is... uh, Yeah. Serving food. And it's funny, I was just watching Sanctuary. I haven't seen that in years. And I just watched the... The Adjuster. I, I don't know. I don't think you never I've, no, I've never seen Oh, you yeah. have to watch that, yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's four short seasons, 12 episodes. Oh, okay. It was good, yeah. But Vincent was on there twice. As a superhero? As a superhero, sort of. Okay. He got stuck in the suit that turned him into a superhero, but the suit was going to kill him. Oh. They had to get him out of it, and then the next time, somebody stole the suit. And so he came to help, sort of. You know, he wasn't much uh, help. Yeah, but, yeah, okay. but I just, just today watched the episode with him oh. in it. There's a lot of Eureka. Joe was on there, too. Oh, really? There's a lot of, yeah. yeah. It's a Canadian show, so, you know. Oh, okay. They, so all the Canadians yeah, are together. They, they and, switch all the, yeah, okay. they're on all the shows. Yeah. So Vincent's out there with his chili, and Wayne is there for his, what, fourth or his third? fourth or third. Or, third yeah, or fourth yeah. bowl of chili because he has a cold. Yeah. And then while everybody's puts on their little... Uh, yeah, their uh, sun visors their uh, little so sun they could watch the eclipse. Yeah, because yeah, up until that point, I really didn't know they were waiting for an eclipse. I didn't know what why Taggart was telling the Phoenix story. Or, oh. I didn't know what was going on. I yeah, just thought it was Taggart's a regular Taggart. day. Just, yeah. You know. um, while everybody's watching the eclipse, Wayne, Wayne bursts into flames. And, you know, with a little Star Trek uh, reference, Wayne could be considered a red shirt. Right. Because every time you introduce a, a kind of a newish character right. that nobody's ever seen before, There's something a... happens. <laughs> right, right. So he's the red shirt that's going down. And you kind of saw it coming. <laughs> yeah, something right. terrible is going to happen to Wayne. Right. Especially, he doesn't feel good. He's eating a lot of chili. Yeah, especially because Vincent yeah. warns him about the chili. Catching on fire and burning to death? <laughs> Didn't see it coming. <laughs> But I knew something, something was going to yeah, happen. Yeah, I knew something was going to happen. And we see Kevin. He was there, right? Yes, he was Kevin. At, back he was to at, we're back to our back normal to regular Kevin. Kevin. And and Wayne, it turns out, is Kevin's occupational therapist. Yes. So Beverly has to talk to Kevin, who seems to talk to Beverly. He doesn't seem to talk to too many people except Carter. Well, we don't we, we don't know if he talks to Beverly or if. You know, just because she's his therapist, they could be just playing games together and stuff like that. And she could be gleaning whatever information she can from. Right, you know, but he's saying words. He's speaking. He doesn't he? speak all that often. The only no. pe- person he, he see- speaks to Carter. He speaks to Carter, yeah. and nobody believes that he speaks to yeah. Carter. And he tells Beverly something about, "Are they going to see the man downstairs?" Oh, okay. because Wayne yeah, yeah. Wayne brings them to see the man yeah. downstairs. So Wayne's dead, and he was concerned about the man downstairs. And Allison. But a lot of this stuff seems like, although they never talked about it before, mm-hmm. that this is all new information. It is. But this has been going on for a long time. He's been going to this therapy with her. Yes. Why is Beverly down in a lab in Section 5? You know. Why are the psychologists down in a lab in Section 5? Well, Wayne was not supposed to be there. He was had Kevin down there, we find out later. Yeah. That's not where Wayne's lab is. The other guy who blew up, Rob, was yeah. that his name? Yeah, 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 yeah. That was his lab. And Wayne was taking Kevin down to visit Rob. So Rob was the man downstairs. Yeah. But you get the impression that Kevin, the artifact, and Beverly Barlow 
are somehow connected to this whole thing. Yes, and I always wondered. See, Nathan is so shady. Like I yeah, like his Nathan's character. Nathan's a shady guy. But when and we're jumping all over the place. That's just the way it is. Yeah. Uh, just to stay but, consistent, but, we could start calling him Iron Man. So <laughs> Iron Man is very shady. Right, because all no way back, and I think it was Blink. It's weird now that I'm watching this for a podcast because I'm noticing things that I didn't notice. Yeah. Back in Blink, when they were taking the, they were juicing, taking yeah. those drugs, and Allison mentions that Kevin was in a, a drug trial. She did. That's right. And Nathan was the one who talked her into putting Kevin in the yes. drug trial. And then Allison discovers that the drugs that these guys are juicing on is what Kevin may be on because it's a blind trial right. and some people are on but it. But it, it was determined he wasn't on it. Well, I see, that's where I, it gets shady to oh, me. Oh, you think that, that Originally, Nathan was like, I thought he was, like, oh, isn't that nice? He's looking out for him. But Nathan's the one who, who yeah, insisted he yeah. goes in the trial. Okay. So if you insist... So he could have lied to Allison that's and what said, I'm thinking. oh, he's placebo, yeah, there's nothing wrong with That's that. what I'm thinking. Because why insist that you put him in the trial and then say, well, I was worried about side effects? Well, then don't put him in the trial. Yeah. So, I think he's a little shady all around. Like, even when Allison asks why Wayne would be in the lab with Kevin. Yeah. No idea. Just the way he says yeah. things. It's like, I don't know. Why are you looking at me? I don't I know. I think he's a lot shadier than I ever gave him credit for yeah. throughout the whole thing. Because now I think I'm watching it differently. Yeah. And I think that he knew Kevin was on the drug in that drug trial. Yeah. Because why would he put him in a drug trial and then worry think, about the side effects? Do you think that Stark at that time, back then, knew that Kevin and the artifact were related somehow and his obsession with the artifact prompted him to get Kevin to become connected? At this point, I know that's a stretch. Yeah. But at this point, watching like it this Like that's time, like a subtext that's going on. I think... In earlier episodes? That, that, I, I don't think that's out of the question. Okay. I mean, I know that's a stretch and it's a little bit conspiracy theory. Right. But we could be reading a lot more it, into this. Because, but watching you know, him... We're giving the writers along, a lot of credit. Yes. Yeah. But watching him all along this time... Now, I've watched all these episodes. I can't tell you how yeah. many times. But watching it for the podcast, I'm noticing so, all these, yeah, yeah. these things that... I don't think he's always... On the right side of things all the time. I mean, we know he's not, but yeah, where yeah. Kevin's concerned, where we think, oh, isn't that nice he didn't have yeah, him go yeah, on the drug yeah, because yeah. of the side effects. But then you're saying, well, why put him in the trial? Yeah. Why insist To put him on the, the placebo because right. of the side effects, why be in the trial to right. begin with? So a lot of that, now when I'm watching it this time, too, yeah. I just think he's a lot shadier than I've yeah. ever given him credit yeah. for. Yeah, see, now that you say that, then... Yeah. yeah, I think that maybe all along he was uh, just using Kevin to get closer to the artifact. And I don't know if he was using Kevin to get closer to the artifact. He was using Kevin for something. Yeah. I don't know that he could have figured out a connection between Kevin, although... Well, would be the only reason why he's down in right. Section 5. Right. But I think he was close using... Close to the artifact. Get the kid down closer to the artifact. They have some sort of connection. We have to figure out what it is. Yeah. I don't know. I, I Like I said, watching it this time, yeah. paying more attention for a podcast, I'm just seeing a whole different side of him. Yeah, he is Iron Man. Because, <laughs> yeah, Iron Man has that kind of shady uh, kind of thing, you know? I'm going to have to watch Iron Man one of these days. <laughs> <laughs> you are. Tony Stark and Nathan Stark. 
Iron Man. Very similar. Okay. Very similar in personas. <laughs> you know? Ta- oh, the best scene is it's a visual, so it's not going to help to uh, put a clip in. Yeah. But where um, Taggart tries to prove to Carter and Joe that this was spontaneous. Oh, yeah, yeah. And he's got all those... Uh, <laughs> human skin. Human skin grafts. And, and, yeah. and he has his rifle fitted with the... <laughs> What is it, a sunburst kind of yes, uh, radiation yes, yeah. things? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and he points it to the pile of skin grafts out in his yard and bang! And next thing you know, they're covered with Ugh. skin grafts. It's just this guy. And that was like so funny, but yeah. unfortunately it's a visual. Now, here's something we didn't touch on, though. Speaking of Taggart, in the prior episode, in the alternate timeline, mm-hmm. Taggart and Joe are hooking up. Right, together, yes. They stayed together from when they made out in the sewer. Right. That time. And I guess they stayed together. Right. During the alternate timeline. Where they abandoned the rescue and made out in the middle of the Yes, yeah, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) You know. Okay, we're done. Yeah. (laughs) They're still stuck, but... Close enough. (laughs) We got close enough. You know? Right. Can you hear me? Yeah? Yeah. Okay, we're good. (laughs) We're going to be off camera for a little while. But they hook up in the alternate timeline. Yes. And then when they go back to the, not the original timeline, but the timeline that we live in now, Mm -hmm. she is regretting her choice, like she did uh, previously. So my question is, in the alternate timeline, what happened to make them still become a couple? I don't know. And in the alternate timeline... Taggart's weird in every Taggart's timeline. Taggart's weird. I like his character. But he character. seemed a little less weird in the alternate timeline, didn't he? Well, yeah, because he now he's got a girlfriend. Yeah. It, it always happens. The weird guy, you know, gets a girlfriend and all of a sudden he's... He's not weird you know, anymore. Yeah, you know. Yeah, because he seemed a lot less weird in the alternate timeline. But what happened, I don't know. She was regretting her decision when she was talking to Zoe about the sewer, right? Right. Okay. Right. Yeah. So I don't know what got them back together unless they're supposed to be together in every timeline but uh, well you, you know, know they in every timeline they hook up once yeah because carter says that to allison when he's got to go back and change everything that he believes they would yeah, be together we're in gonna every, end up together no matter yeah. what but in this timeline yeah i don't know i don't know what yeah. it's just something puts that them I, back I together was, yeah, or, i was thinking about Maybe the sewer. Because I always thought that With that would have been a good couple. That they sh- that should have been a relationship that um, <sighs> that you let it play it play it out. You know. Yeah, I guess. Because you know, Joe being a badass. Yeah, kinda, yeah. You know, and Taggart being you know quirky and weird, crazy. <laughs> yeah, they they made a good team. Yeah, they did, but I just didn't like them together. No. I didn't no. did not like them together at all. Yeah. So Nathan loses his job over the accident. Yes. Now see, so in the Which timeline seems like just happened, right? Yeah. Well, because when they go back, oh, the right. accident they're, did they're, just happen. It did just happen, yeah, right? They, because the, he has the a last, thing on his face. The, yeah, the last three years, the accident did just happen, but it seems like. Firing him over something like that. I mean, how many people blow up have have been blown yeah. up? And you know, right. I mean, we went through a whole season where just disaster after disaster, right, at Nathan's hand, 
you know, as head of GD. Right. And was this like the last straw? I, They're I, like, look, you killed one too many. Maybe, You're, but I thought because he's been so obsessed about the artifact all along and looking for ways. I mean, he created this protocol, but then he didn't want to follow the protocol. Yeah, yeah. Well, he's a boss. I right. Boss but I think that he was so obsessed and that they think he rushed it. He yeah. rushed making contact. Yeah. I don't think he was fired because of the accident, like all the other accidents yeah. that weren't his fault. I think he was fired because he pushed this particular yeah. accident and he didn't follow protocol and he what made wasn't it wasn't safe. Yeah. And he should have known better. But everything they do is not safe. Right, but he's not personally responsible for everything yeah. he, they do. I think in this case he was personally responsible for having her in that room. Yeah. That's the way and I look said, at it. He said, it's a go. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know what you're doing? No, I don't. No idea. And but why is she in the go. room by herself and he's behind glass? Yeah. Well, <laughs> he's being safe. So at some point along the way, Carter first thinks it's Henry. Because right. He's, he thinks it's a revenge thing. Revenge. Yeah. Ken, because he, he thinks he's uh, you know, systematically murdering everybody. <laughs> That had anything to do with Kim's death. Poor Henry. Which seemed like kind of a jump for... <laughs> for Carter. Yeah. Yeah. But Henry... And then Henry says, well, what about, you know... Wayne. Wayne. Right. Oh, yeah, Wayne. Wayne was the first one. Right. That one was the one that kind of stood out the most. Right, but Carter recognized the other two guys. Right. Um, Rob, and I forgot the other guy's name. Yeah. The third, the Dr. Matthews, that was Rob. That was um, he was the Brock. one that, yeah. Brock was the other guy. Yeah, another red shirt. There. Yes, yeah. and actually they wore red. Yeah, yeah, or, or, the uh, red maroon. jumpers. Yeah. yeah, jumpers. So he recognizes them from Henry's hologram, and then figures out that Rob's lab was behind the wall. Yeah, Allison checks the time, and they figure out that Wayne yeah. was in Rob's lab right. at that time. Which is the same time he was supposed to be doing therapy with Kevin, so they could only assume that Kevin was there. Right. That may have been in there, too. Right. And they check him out. Kevin's fine. As they're saying that, because Kevin was there, too, then Henry comes in and says, the only last man standing is uh, Nathan. Oh, let's get to yeah. Nathan real and quick. and she runs out. <laughs> you just said your kid was in the next room. The doctor checked him out. He's fine. And she takes him Yeah. Off. Oh, I okay. She's, oof, Nathan's fine. Well, if we go back, what was the episode where... Allison and Carter fall asleep on Carter's bed. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Coincidence that... Oh, I have to pick up Kevin and his friends. He stayed yeah. with his friends all night? Yeah, I guess. It's just coincidence? Yeah. It's like Kevin's never around. It's unfortunate. They put in a character with autism, and then they didn't know what to do with him. And yeah, until they needed him for a plot. For uh, a plot. You know. And then still, we barely see him. You, ne- you don't even remember she has a kid half yeah. the time. We um, see him more later on. Right. And yeah. I was going to say something, but I don't want to yeah. give away spoilers. Yeah. Yes, we do. Um, but, yeah, case in point. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what exactly. to do with <laughs> So, okay, Nathan loses his job, and they put Allison in charge of yeah, yeah, so Allison, this is how she becomes the boss. That choice seems odd to me. It does seem odd. It seems very odd, because actually she's just the, 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 the doctor. Yeah, but she's, she's the DOD liaison. Right? Yeah. She doesn't even work there, really. Yeah. But then again, you know, you look at the rest of the characters, yeah. who else is going to be in charge? True. The you only know. other one would be Henry. Right. But Henry, in this timeline, does not work for... No, 
no. uh, global dynamics and, and does not want to. But then he does come in and says, I want a at job. At the end, yes. Yeah. He does. And we've talked about this in other episodes. I mean, we've watched the whole series yeah. many times. So we know Henry's background. But people just watching it right up to this point have to wonder what the deal is with him. Yeah. Because he doesn't work for GD. Yeah. He's uh, got the garage. We don't know why he doesn't work for GD. He's the smartest guy yeah. in town. He doesn't seem to actually have an official job other right. than the garage. And every time something happens, they, they call say, him. go get Henry. Right. So people watching for the first time have to be wondering what he's all about. Right. And I said in another episode, even the people who run the shops are geniuses. Yeah. Vincent's yeah. a culinary Vincent, genius. Yeah, yeah, he's got two PhDs right. in uh, gastro, whatever. Uh, the dry cleaner's a scientist. Yeah. Although we just did find out that Nathan brought him to town, but you got to imagine they didn't bring him to, to town to run a garage. Yeah, they brought him to town for a purpose. Right, and yeah. what was the purpose? We don't know yet. Early on in the season, mm-hmm. you kind of got what his function was. He was the do-all of right. the town. Right, right. He was the coroner. He was the medical examiner. Uh, with a little nod to Andy Griffith's show. Yes. Where Andy Griffith would put on the other hat when he's like, oh, who's the judge? Yo, oh, I'll put my judge hat on. Where he changes his patch. Right, which I never noticed. the coroner, <laughs> and oh, now I'm the medical examiner. Yeah. You know, and then I own the garage. And he says, you know, I used to be an engineer. You know, right. Oh, trains? Yeah. <laughs> he says, oh, space shuttles. So you're learning about his character, where he's... Not the GD scientist, he's the town fixer. Right. You know? And what always confused me, if I'm remembering correctly when I first watched it, and I said this in another episode too, is everybody seems to be brought Yeah. GD. Now, we found out already just recently that he was brought to GD. Yeah. I mean, to Eureka by, by, by Nathan. Nathan. But before that, it seems like everybody's brought to Eureka. You don't just say, hey, I'm, I'm going to move to Eureka. This. Yeah. Right. So, before we found out that Nathan brought him there, you had to wonder, somebody didn't bring him there to be a fixer for everything. He must have had a specific job. Yeah, well, I think at the time, they did bring him there to work at GD. Right, but see, we don't, no, nobody says that until, they're yeah. la- until House Rules. Nobody yeah. really even tells you that. Yeah. So, you're wondering, what is this guy? Yeah. See, I oh, never about, wondered what, his, see, what I did. his function was. I did. Because I just assumed his function was... To be what he is, to be the town fixer. There has to be, in all of these kinds of shows, yeah. there has to be that one explainer. Yes, that's true. And that was his function, at least for the writers of the show. That's true. That he was the explainer. Yeah. What does Henry think? Henry, yeah. what's going on? And Henry explains. Yeah. Everything, you know, right. When, when yeah. you're confused, what the hell is going on? <laughs> Henry steps in and explains everything to you. True. You know? that, yeah, that makes sense. So but, that's you know, what I always thought his function was. Yeah. In the show, in the town, as a real person. He didn't seem to have any he kind did of not have position any, yeah, at he all. He didn't have a position. He you went know, in the town garage. He was, and why did he do the yeah. Monday morning minutes? He, when, he wasn't the mayor, or he wasn't yeah. the councilman, or he wasn't... It, it was just... It was always odd to but me. But then, at that time, in this part of the show... You never heard about mayor of the town, right. town council, right. town. Right. The town was just there itself. Right. That's what you it know, seems the like. The citizens of the town, and he was for all anybody knew. Maybe he was the mayor of the town, and you just never said, you know, hey, you're the mayor. Yeah. Yeah. You really don't have anybody running anything. Yeah. Really. 
Except GD. Now, GD and the town are supposed to be two different things. Although the, the you know the Department of Defense kind Seems of controls the town, everything, yeah. And the sheriff works for the Department of Defense, right. but the sheriff does not work for GD. Seems to spend a lot of time there. Yes, but does not work for solving GD. all their problems. Which yes, you need the sheriff. Yeah, this lab's blown up. Let's call the sheriff to drag yeah, the guy. Let's call out. the sheriff. <laughs> we found a burned up body <laughs> that appeared out of nowhere. Right. Let's call the sheriff. Let's not call the mountain of scientists that we have on staff. Let's call Sheriff Carter. It's funny that you say that because in a few episodes back, we were talking about Henry that way. My other host, Dud Gramley, said, you know, when anything goes wrong, the protocol is to call the mechanic. And it's kind of the same way with Carter. The lab blows up and he's pulling the guy out of the lab. There must be people yeah. trained to do that. Why do you call yeah. Carter to pull this guy out of a burning lab? And to have Carter accept that responsibility <laughs> instead of saying, look, I'm the sheriff. You have trained people. To- I have parking tickets to give up. I don't have time for burning labs. Don't you guys have a fire department right. here? Well, they don't even need they should, they they have an in-house yeah. you know, staff and there's guys with guns right, all over right. the place. Send the, send the gun guy in there. He's got an outfit. <laughs> Right, exactly. Yeah. And the other part I found funny was when the third, no, the second guy, Rob, spontaneously combusted. He combusted in that little area. Yeah, that little seating of, area. In right. The, yeah, the so Allison the has the patio fire, yes. of uh, yes, a yeah. yeah. Allison has the fire extinguisher. Right. Now there's, nobody's left in that. Everybody got out of that patio. There's one guy burning yeah. on the ground, and Carter's trying to put him out with a blanket or something. Allison has the fire extinguisher, and she's busy putting out the fire in the patio where everybody's going. Well, that's not him. The guy's him. on fire. That's not him that, that I know, Carter saves. Right. Two people are trying to t- put out the guy's leg with a blanket well, on the sidewalk, and she's shooting the fire extinguisher. To me. And then she just stands there. Yeah. Yeah. She <laughs> While was, the guy's she, still burning. She was panicked. I guess. She was panicked. <laughs> but they were helping the lady. That they pulled out of the, you know, when right. the guy blew up, there was a lady, she was on fire. They right. were trying to put her out. Right. You know, and I so, think Allison's trying to put her out, too. No, she was shooting right She was shooting at, at the, at the yeah. guy. Well, he's a goner. Not not the guy who blew up. The, the lady they were trying to help. I yeah. didn't know it was a lady. I thought it was well, a guy. No, it was a lady. But she was shooting into the empty tables that were on fire. Everybody's out of there. Just that one person who's still on fire and Carter and some other guy jump in to try and yeah. put this... the only one to fire was the guy, the original guy that burst into flames. Right. So I guess she's trying to put him out. Maybe. But and it was just... Carter and the other one is trying, trying to put, put out the, the person one on that the sidewalk. inadvertently yeah. got caught right. on fire by the guy right. that... And she's shooting into the tables, and then she just stops. While yeah. they're still trying to put this person... Well, they, if she figured, you know, the sheriff... He's got it's it. the sheriff. Yeah. He's got it. Someone's on fire. <laughs> sheriff's got it. I just thought that was funny. And she's trying to save the picnic area. Yes, the tables, the empty yeah. tables. Well, anyway, they realize at some point that all these people were related to the accident in Section Five, yes. and they realize that Nathan's in danger. Yeah, and they leave Kevin and take off. Yeah, to rescue Nathan, who again is walking down the hallway. Is in there. Right. He's going to, to see the dead artifact. Every now. time something's wrong, he yeah. goes to he goes see the artifact. It's like his... his goes to see know, the artifact. That's his therapy. He's got to go see the artifact. Right. And But the, the soldier guy lets him go in. Lets him go in. Right. 
the screen says red flag. Yes. That means something. It didn't say error. Right. It said red, red flag, flag, no access. Right. Sorry, you can't come in. <laughs> he was not trained very well to be a guard in the middle of something like that. Right. And he didn't have the big gun. Yeah. Know, the giant gun. But yeah, so they let him in. Yeah. Which, of course, every time he tries to get in and there's no access or yeah. he gets in. Because he's Nathan. I uh, guess. Or no, he's... Iron Man. Yeah, he's Iron Man. <laughs> Iron Man could go wherever he wants. So he's making his way to see the artifact yeah. one last time. They pull him out and realize that he's next yeah. to combust and put him in this chair. And I, and I can't remember. Oh, they wanted to do um, shock therapy. Yeah. Because they realize whatever's happening to him is like a seizure. Yeah. So they wanted to jumpstart his brain yeah. or something like that. Yeah. yeah. Which Allison is against. <laughs> Allison, let him burn! <laughs> and Stark insists that uh, it's yeah. okay. Yeah. And it works. It brings him back. Yeah. And Henry enjoyed doing it just a little too much, though. Well, he, I yeah. think he blames him. Yeah. He blames him totally, he and he should. At this point, he should. Yeah. I don't blame him at all. Henry yeah. just gets the shaft every single time. Yeah. Henry's like my favorite character. Yeah. I love him. They just stomp all over him. But I thought it was uncalled for for Carter to accuse him. Oh, definitely. Without, definitely. you know, without having all the facts. Definitely. Yeah. I mean, he did see his, Henry's was the only viable name left on that list. Well, anyone... presumably these guys are close friends. Exactly. If Ex- I was a sheriff and I thought maybe one of my close friends may or may not be connected to a murder spree. I would investigate a little more. Before, yeah, yeah, I'd you know, or at least go to him and say, you know, let's look at that thing. Yeah, how is this all connected? Everybody that got killed was all in the same room. They all got sprayed with this radiation stuff. Maybe there's still lingering radiation that is setting these people on fire. Right. That's the conclusion you jump to. Not you're using some device to murder all these people. I know. Which is not beyond no, something isn't. that would like, happen in Eureka. I know, and he usually doesn't jump to accuse anybody that quickly. Yeah. And it's weird that he just yeah. goes for it with Henry. It's more plausible that Stark was murdering all these people True. to get rid of the witnesses yes, than Henry to do it for revenge. Especially in the devious light that I see him yes. in now. You're right. But really, the whole episode was really just a setup for... Things to come. Things to come, right. Because, as we said in the last episode, mistakenly, (laughs) Beverly tells the congressman that Nathan said that the artifact was dead. Was dead. And the congressman says that much energy can't die. It had to go somewhere. It had to go somewhere. And this is when we see Kevin... Right, with the... Building building the artifact out of clay. Right. Which looked kind of weird to me. The artifact? Well, no, but Kevin, he had this lump of clay, yeah. and he's just going like that, you know, and then he puts it down, and then they call him for dinner. And it's this huge... And he runs away, and they pan down to this beautifully constructed... <laughs> yes. <laughs> you know? But Kevin does a lot of hard work that they don't show us. When he yes, was drawing he all the pictures of yeah. the... Ble- the- yeah. The ghost man. He does. He yeah. works very hard, and they yeah. just yeah. they and show all us, those pictures took him a lot yeah. longer than a few hours. Yes, they show us. They show him scribbling furiously. Yep, he's very productive when he wants to be. <laughs> so I think we're at the end of this episode, unless we missed things. That you I don't think so. I think we uh, touched on all subjects. Okay, 
So we will be back with Season 2, Episode 2. Don't remember the name. Neither do I. (laughs) But we'll see you next week. (laughs) (laughs) Goodbye. Bye. Okay, DC, tell us what's next. Come back next time for Season 2. So, 2, try, try again. See you later. Please remember to follow us on our Facebook page. Yeah, that can't be good. At facebook.com backslash Eureka Rewatch. Or on Twitter at Eureka Rewatch. Links to information discussed during our podcasts will be added to our website at EurekaRewatch.com. You can also listen to our podcast on Podbean. If you'd like to send us an email, please email us at EurekaRewatch at gmail. We would love to hear from you. And we're now also available on Google Play.